Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. Saturdays with Jenny. Every Saturday from 9 to 11 a.m. on Kaya FM 95.9. So the story goes a little bit like this. Three men were in the Maldives back in 2003. This is the story. And they decided that, hell, they all loved wine so much. They all had so much wine in their own homes that really what they should be doing is making their very own wine. And that is how Epicurean actually began. An Epicurean recently introduced a Chardonnay to their famous, famous, famous Bordeaux blend wine, which is, well, I've got a glass of it in front of me. I've got the Chardonnay in front of me. You might have heard it being poured a minute or so ago. And sitting opposite me in the studio is one of the three men behind the wine, and that's Mutli Mukhazi. So, Mutli, first of all, welcome to Kaya FM. Thank you, Jenny. Uh so the last time we were together, the wind was blowing so hard, we could hardly hear each other speak because we were sitting outside because we're all terrified of COVID. Yes. But we could drink ourselves out of COVID <laughs> if we wanted to. So, so this journey that, that Epicurean has been going on is a journey of fine wine, fine pleasures, but most of all, it's a journey of friendship, isn't it? Absolutely, Jenny. It's, uh, in fact, the back of our labels is you should always look for someone to eat and drink with before finding something to eat and drink. And that's really our motto. So from the very, very instance, you made the first Bordeaux-style Epicurean. Epicurean was the name of the wine. It's the name of the company and whatever. And the first one, it is... It is the colour of the deepest plum that you could possibly find. The, you know, when you get those dark-skinned plums and yeah. it looks absolutely gorgeous and it is intense from the moment you, you, you sniff it. And that is one of the things that I noticed actually about the Chardonnay as well. And it is just dense and licorice and it really is... It's scrumptious, isn't it? Yeah, I think we've been very lucky. Thanks, Jenny. These are really nice notes on the on the, on the note on the nose, and we try quite hard to find the right blocks to produce uh, Epicurean. And the the vineyards are properly curated, uh, and the selection of the grapes post that is also a very critical process. I've just been in the vineyards in the last two weeks with the 2021 harvest uh, coming in. And just the selection and just tasting the berries, tasting the fermenting juice at various stages, depending on when it's coming to into the cellar. Uh, it's just it's just always a, an amazing experience. Were you on your own or, or were your partners with you? At uh, this time, I was on my own with the with the general manager and the viticulturist. Yeah. OK, so at the moment, what is it looking like? It's been a, it's looking like a very, very good harvest. Uh, the berries are of varying size, but we've got enough small berries to give us the nice concentration. So we're happy with the vineyards, it's, uh, but it's still a long way. Uh, this harvest was two weeks late, uh, started two weeks late, and everything started to, to bunch up. Uh, so then, so yeah, it's, it's crazy in the cellar at the moment. Yeah. But, but the one thing about Epicurean, and anyone who, who knows their full-bodied wines, uh, red wines I'm talking about, knows full well, you don't release them into the market. I mean, it's a huge financial outlay um, from the, the three of you. 
um, because you keep the wine for a considerable amount of time before it comes to market. We say we want people to drink wine as it should be drunk. Uh, to drink a red wine in the first two to three, four years, it's really quite hard. And I think a lot of people don't like red wine because of that. So we make the investment. We say people should be able to drink from our cellar because not everyone has got a proper place to store wine in ideal conditions. So we like people to drink as it should be drunk and we bring it out to market when it's really ready to drink and it still has a long life uh, to go, yeah. So, so Epicurean, the red Epicurean, was well known to the market before you decided to make a Chardonnay. And the Chardonnay comes from a totally different area to Stellenbosch, where traditionally the Bordeaux-style South African wines have been made. That's Stellenbosch and all that beautiful area around there. Now the Swartland as well. And, uh, and the Chardonnay comes from the Elgin area because, because it's cool. It's sexy. It's kind of takes a while to to mature, but it's elegant, isn't it? Uh, absolutely elegant. Uh, I think what we were thinking originally is to try to produce more what we call uh, a burgundy style, uh, and specifically Pauline Montrachet, which gives you minerality, but still gives you a full mouth. Uh, and Elgin is really an ideal place to grow. We've been privileged to be able to have access to this particular uh, block in, in Elgin and this particular vineyard. So we're really excited about this wine. Yeah. Now, how long how long is the, has the Chardonnay been out? It's still relatively new to the market. Yes, this is our second vintage of Chardonnay. The first vintage was the 2018 and this is the 2019. Yeah. So? And we try not to we try and preserve as much of the fruit and the freshness as possible. So we don't use as much wood uh, as most Chardonnays uh, would be in, in this country generally. Uh, so the burgundy style gives you that really elegant, uh, minerally, but still fruit forward uh, because it's a South African Chardonnay. Uh, and I love it. Well, uh, you, when I first mm. tasted it last year, when I was lucky enough to be invited to the launch, uh, I think everybody just fell in love with it. It's very accessible. It's citrusy. Um, mm. It's very rounded. And it's also like stones on a riverbed. Absolutely. If you understand yeah, that's, what I'm that's, saying. That's exactly what we're trying to produce here. Yeah. So it's... You've got it... Uh, you need a very, trout. You need good. a trout or two. Very good. <laughs> yeah. So we're just having a little sip. So if you're driving around, um, how best should I describe it? I'm going to leave you to describe it, Mutley, while I have a sip. Now, yeah, as I said, Jen, the... It's just that, that elegance, it's got the minerality, it's got the freshness, but lots of fruit. You get the citrusy, the, the citrus flavors, the stone fruit uh, as well. And this wine also would last a few years. This is. Uh, oh, it's so lovely. It's, I'd rather have this than chocolate, if you know what I mean. I mean, I have the chocolate if I have the red one. Yeah. So, have you had to work really hard to get the Chardonnay known amongst the people that you normally sell to? Yes, yes and no. Yes, in the sense that uh, obviously getting it out initially. But once people have tasted the wine, it's, it's just been quite an easy sell for us. Uh, and people buy it in cases uh, often. It's a really, really stunning wine. Yeah. Yes, I mean, it, they're not the most um, inexpensive wines, but what is happening <laughs> <laughs> What is happening in the South African wine industry, it's quite clear if you go through you know, the different sites and things that the premium wines are becoming more expensive so that they can sell easily abroad instead of being 
rotgut, if I may put it like that. Yes, Jenny. And I think the quality also costs money. Uh, I mean, if you look at, I've just been to the, to the cellar now, the number of grapes and how much grapes we throw off uh, just to make sure that this is after they've been selected in the vineyard. They come into into the cellar. You still go through a selection. So you reduce uh, the, the amount that you actually use eventually to give the quality. So it's not a marketing price point. It's a quality uh, issue in terms of where the pricing is. You know? And that obviously is what makes South African wines to have some status producing this kind of wines uh, overseas. You know? So... If you had to liken this to a Burgundy, for instance, yeah. that's that's really what you're trying to get out of the Chardonnay. Yes, yes. Uh, because Chardonnay is quite tricky uh, because we don't have enough acidity typically. So what we've tried to do is to avoid, I don't want to get technical, but we've avoided doing what's called malolactic fermentation to keep the freshness. Otherwise, it gets flabby and heavy and chewy and you only can have one or two glasses uh, the way we like to have our wines is that you can drink lots of it. And that's, that's really <laughs> well, the idea. I mean, the difference between these two, apart from the colour, apart from the grapes and all of that, is your, your red, Epicurean, is very seductive. And it's also quite an intellectual wine, I think. Yeah. So it's the difference between French food and Italian food. Italian food, you just <laughs> smash it down because it's so wonderful. I'm not, I'm not getting involved food. in that wine. <laughs> French food, you've got to think about. You know? And I, I, I think that's it. So, so I, I sort of think of cigars and all the things that go with it. But this, I can honestly see this at a wedding. The, the, the lovely Chardonnay, it's almost sparkly in the mouth. It's so fresh. Yeah. That's so I think it's a gorgeous, very posh, wonderful wedding wine, yeah. apart from anything else. Yeah, it's going to be treated with a bit of respect, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I think the wines should be cerebral as well as sensual, because it's a sensual experience. Uh, and there are wines that you drink, and for most people, they come with like penny drops. So it's, you get it. Uh, and f- for some of us, it could take a while. For some people, it's, it's sooner rather than later in life. But you have to engage with the wine. Uh, we like to think, you know, there's a saying, that some wines reward your attention and some wines demand your attention. So there's always that tension between the kind of wine that ends up in, in, the, in the bottle. So one is sensuous, the red one, and the other one, I think, is deeply flirtatious. How about that? <laughs> I like that description. <laughs> Couldn't have said it better myself, Jenny. <laughs> well, I wish you could see the pictures. In fact, I'll take a couple of pictures uh, for you guys so you can see the wine. We honestly and truly are drinking it, and uh, and it looks absolutely spectacular. And these are fantastic. They're widely available, but they're not in every bottle store. No, it's a, I mean, it's limited production. Uh, we sell quite a, few, quite a bit of it directly, but the top restaurants <clears throat> and the top uh, bottle stores are, are where to find our wine, yeah. Okay. So. And, uh, and my final question is, is this, in your opinion, an investment wine? And I'm talking about the Chardonnay as well as the, the red Epicurean. They are both in investment wines. Okay, so should people go along to your website, the Epicurean website? We can go to the Epicurean website. Uh, you can buy off the website and uh, yeah, normal delivery times off two to three days. Okay. So that's obviously the best place to buy if you're all over the place. You, know, and you can't access it at the, at the local bottle stores. You know. Okay, guys. So, so just have a look out for these wines. I think they're beautiful. I have tasted them, but not on an everyday basis. I mean, maybe maybe twice a year if I get lucky. And, uh, and I think both are absolutely beautiful. And people who know much more about wine than I do 
are also rating these wines incredibly highly. Then you're not in platters. We are in platters. Are you now in platters? Yeah, we are. We are in platters. Yeah, uh, but the 2013, which is what's on the market now, 2013 Epicurean Red, the Bordeaux blend, I think it's a four and a half star in uh, in platter, and I think the Chardonnay is about a four star. But that's yeah. That's what it is, yeah. Anyway, they'd both test absolutely scrumptious. Mutli Makhasi, thank you very much indeed. And congratulations to your partners Thank you, well. thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs> I hope you get to enjoy more of uh, the Chardonnays. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm <laughs> taking that bottle home with me. <laughs> <laughs> Most welcome. Saturdays with Jenny. Every Saturday from 9 to 11 a.m. on Kaya FM 95.9. Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. Visit kayafm.co. Dot ZA for more.